Hello, my friends, and welcome to the What If Project podcast. It's great to have you here today. Hey, this is episode number 10 of the podcast. We are 10 episodes in, and uh, I am super excited about it. Um, I appreciate so much uh, those of you who have kind of tuned in um, every week, uh, those of you who have left feedback for me on iTunes, who have sent me uh, messages on Facebook, text messages, emails. Um, it already has over 600 downloads. Uh, so the 10 episodes have been downloaded some 600 times, which is super cool. Um, the blog, the website has a whole bunch of hits um, as well. And um, I'm just super grateful for your love, uh, for your support, and uh, for your encouragement in this endeavor because it is a project um, that is a little bit different from the norm. Uh, some might even call it a little bit uh, unorthodox, I guess you could say. Uh, just looking at the Bible and faith and spirituality and the stories that we've grown up with, uh, looking at all of those things maybe a little bit um, differently than we normally would. So uh, thank you so much. I'm really excited about kind of where the project is, um, where it's going, um, some different things that are on the horizon. Uh, as I have more time and I wrap up things in school and my dissertation and things like that, um, I have some some plans to pour some more time into it. So I'm really excited just about where it's going, um, where it is right now, where it's been, all that different kind of stuff. But all that to say, right now, uh, this is episode number 10. It is an audio version of uh, this week's blog post. And I'm calling it Take Your Place Within the Twelve. Take Your Place Within the the 12. So we're in the book of Mark, um, Mark chapter 6 right now. Mark tells us that uh, Jesus chose 12 disciples, not 10, not 8, not 3, uh, but 12. Now, the number 12 is important because if we're paying close attention, we might remember that in chapter 5, um, Jairus' daughter was 12 years old. And also in chapter 5, the woman who had the issue of bleeding was sick for 12 years. And now in chapter 6, Jesus chooses 12 disciples. Now, I had a professor in seminary who once told me that like, whenever you see a, a pattern in a particular book or a passage of the Bible or wherever you know, you're reading, and you see something repeated like over and over and over again, that means that the author's trying to tell you something or wants you to see something that's deeper going on beneath the surface of the story. And so the question then would be, why did Mark tell us the story of the 12-year-old girl and the story of the woman who was bleeding for 12 years and the story of Jesus choosing his 12 disciples back to back back. Like, like, what's the deal with the number 12? Well, interestingly, there have been um, quite a few books actually written about why Jesus chose 12 disciples and like what that has to do with us today. I remember reading uh, this like leadership book once in college, and it said that Jesus' choosing of 12 disciples like speaks to the importance of delegating responsibility to people. You know, like Jesus couldn't do it all on his own, and so 12 was the perfect number to help him get the job done. Uh, the takeaway, delegate, 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 invest in people, build a team, yada, yada, yada. Right? That's like basic leadership. Leadership 101, don't do it all on your own. And then I read another book 
that was geared more towards like small groups in like church ministry. And the author said that Jesus chose 12 disciples because any group larger than 12 is unmanageable. Um, and so when we have a small group or Bible study, we should keep it within the confines of 12 people. And I guess all that stuff is true. You know, like, I guess it works. But as my professor taught me, I think Mark is after something different. And I think maybe Jesus was after something different too. Because 12, remember, is the number of the original tribes of Israel. There were 12 tribes in God's chosen nation. And those 12 tribes of people were to be agents of change um, in a very dark world. They were, in essence, to be a a blessing to the other nations, to dedicate their lives, um, their entire being, to the work of God and his plan to reconcile the world to himself. Uh, These are the words that God spoke to Abraham in Genesis 12. Abraham, kind of the the father of Israel, the father of of the tribes. God said, I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. Whoever curses you, I will curse. And all people on earth will be blessed through you. And then from Abraham came the 12 tribes. And, And so, yes, the original job of the 12 tribes Uh, that made up the great nation of Israel, was to be a blessing to the world, right? The whole world. And so with that background about the number 12 in mind, Mark then tells us about Jairus' 12-year-old daughter, who, remember, was from a rich family, the woman who was bleeding for 12 years, who, recall, was poor, and the 12 disciples, who, mind you, were fishermen, tax collectors, traders, etc., and as we make our way through his gospel, Mark wants us to be, to be thinking about this number 12. He wants us to have God's original chosen people in the story of Abraham from Genesis 12, like in our mind. You know, he wants us to be mulling over what God's call was to those 12 tribes of people, who they were called to be, what they stood for, who they represented, what their job was, right? A 12-year-old rich girl, a poor woman who was sick for 12 years, and 12 disciples who were dirty and uneducated, amongst other things. Beneath the surface of these stories, uh, I think Mark is telling us something very, 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 very important. You see, as Jesus comes out of the raising of Jairus' 12-year-old daughter and the healing of the woman who was bleeding for 12 years, he begins to raise up his 12 disciples to do the things that he has been doing, to do the things that the nation of Israel and the 12 tribes were called to do way back in Genesis 12, and to perform the healings, to spread the love, and to share the grace that the prophets had promised would come and fill the earth when the kingdom of God came. In essence, he was calling his 12 disciples to do what the 12 tribes had failed to do, and thus begin to usher God's kingdom to earth as the prophets had promised would happen to bless rich young girls, to bless old poor women, and to bless everyone, rich, poor, male, female, Jew, Gentile, everyone in between. And notice that for this task, he doesn't choose 12 temple leaders, right? Or 12 doctoral students or 12 rabbis or 12 kings, but instead he chooses 12 people ranging all over the spectrum, right? Like he's got a tax collector in Matthew, he's got a trader in Judas, He's got fishermen and Peter and John. Why? Because the point Mark made in the previous chapter about Jesus not only going to and inviting the rich and powerful to his table, as shown in the healing of the 
the wealthy uh, Jairus' daughter, but also going to and inviting the poor and weak, as shown in the healing of the poor old woman, Mark's point was that everyone is invited to follow him. Old, young, rich, poor, male, female, Jew, Gentile, and the whole world, old, young, rich, poor, male, female, Jew, Gentile, would be blessed through him. Everyone is invited to follow, and the whole world would be blessed. And so Mark was telling his readers who, who found themselves, remember, left to pick up the pieces of their lives that were broken and shattered in the wake of Emperor Nero's genocidal rampage. Mark was reminding them that they were invited to keep following Jesus in all of their pain, all of their confusion, all of their loss, all of their brokenness, all of their imperfections. And as his followers, they were called to bring healing to one another, to spread love among each other and their enemies, to extend grace and mercy and kindness to all. That was the job of the 12 tribes, the 12 disciples. And now it was their job, Mark's readers as well. Yes, Mark wanted his readers to rise up and take their place within the number 12. And so I wonder, what would it look like for you to do the same thing today? Like, what would it look like for you to identify yourself as one of Mark's readers, as one of the 12 disciples, as one of the 12 tribes of Israel, and pick up the torch that God has asked his people to carry, to be a person who brings healing to the land, to be a person who blesses others, to be a person who brings kindness, brings mercy, to be a person who forgives, to be a person who brings life, to be a person who ushers in joy to be a person who uses their words to uplift, to be a person who defends the weak, who releases grudges. This is the kind of people that God called the 12 tribes of Israel to be. It's the kind of person that Jesus was, the kind of life that he modeled. And it was the kind of people that Jesus called his 12 to be. The kind of people that Mark was calling his readers to be. The kind of people that you and I as Jesus' followers today are expected to be the kind of people that this hurting and confused world needs us to be. And so that's the challenge for us uh, this week. I think that's the challenge for us in this, this story, or maybe this series of stories with the number 12. Uh, let's rise up and take our place amongst the 12 uh, this week, um, amongst the 12 tribes, the 12 disciples, uh, these people who are called to be extensions of God's grace and God's blessing to the world with no strings attached. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for stopping by the What If Project podcast today. It was great to have you here, and I really just appreciate your, your support. And hey, if this encouraged you at all, if it challenged you, if it pushed you, uh, challenging your perspective and how you understand the Bible, uh, I would just ask that you head over to your podcast uh, listening platform of choice, whether that be iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, wherever it is that you're listening to this now, and uh, leave some feedback, leave a rating. Um, those ratings definitely help because it helps uh, bump the podcast up a little bit in iTunes, um, and it gives people also a little bit of a kind of a look as to what to expect when they read what other people are saying about it. So if you could do that for me, that would be fantastic. Also head over to the Facebook page 
And um, you can go to Facebook, type in What If Project, the page will pop up. Give it a like. Feel free to join in whatever kind of discussion may be going on there. And also keep an eye out uh, for the upcoming online small group. Right now we're in the middle of one for Mark. Uh, There will be coming another one later on, probably very early in the new year. So if you'd like to sign up for that, um, all of the things will be up, pointing you in the right direction, and it would be great to see you there. So again, thank you so much for stopping by, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.